Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Hey there, you are listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today is a quick little bonus episode, How to Lazy Genius, the start of a new month. We are a whisper away from October, and anytime the calendar turns to a new month, we feel some things, right? There is a sense of potential, maybe of dread, of wondering if we got everything done last month that we meant to, of making sure we're not forgetting anything that's coming up so we can prepare for it. There are many ordinary challenges that lie dormant until we enter a new month, and then we're like, Tighten up, start to plan, right? Now that's great, but let's make sure we're approaching it like lazy geniuses. First off, let's put the beginning of the month in the correct perspective. There is nothing inherently magical about the first of the month. It does not carry any requirements. You can just treat it like any other day, right? There are even seasons where marking months almost feels defeating. Like when you're home with tiny humans or you're waiting for menopause to be over, or you're in a pandemic. Sometimes noticing the start of yet another month where you feel like you're in the exact same place is really discouraging. Now you can honor that discouragement and recognize the season that you're in. Remember, lazy geniuses live in the season. You don't have to let that discouragement be in charge and keep you discontent with your life, but don't just like buck up and push through. Some seasons are hard or boring or discouraging. Name it, honor it, be kind to yourself as you try and navigate it, and let it hold a seat at the table but not be in charge. Second, sometimes there is something magical about the start of the month, the exact opposite of what I just said. Now, not inherently, not inherently magical. It's not part of its nature, but the start of the month is an opportunity to notice when you might want to mark something, name something, look forward to something. Maybe your past month was hectic or scattered or stressful, and a new month feels like a built-in deep breath to assess, to let go of what's not working, and create space for something that does. Sometimes we are in that that harried space, right? Uh, And it's like the 23rd of the month or something, and we actually set our sights on the start of the next month. We see it as a reset, We rarely reset on the 23rd because it feels weird. Now, it isn't weird, and you can totally reset on the 23rd, but it does feel weird. You're like, let's just wait till the first. So there is also kind of a motivating energy when the calendar turns to a new month. Third, the start of the month can be an acknowledgement of a next step. Maybe there is a habit or a routine that you've slowly been developing, and with each month, you add one more part. It's kind of like weightlifting. You know, you don't start with the heaviest weight. You build your way up to it. So for some of you, a new month is a marker of what your next small step is going to be towards a longer commitment to something. 
And fourth, a new month can bring disappointment or discontentment with what you didn't get done. We can often take the opportunity to be quite unkind to ourselves about how little we got done or how much further along in something we should be by now and aren't. The beginning of the month can basically bring shame, is what I'm saying. And that's a bummer. That's a big bummer. So like many things that we have done around here, it is important to name the specific kind of energy you have at the start of the month. Be specific. It will almost certainly be different month to month. So name where you are now. It's like that episode on the seven different kinds of rest. If you have a big blanket, like I need rest declaration without naming the specific thing you're trying to accomplish, you're going to waste your energy and not get the rest that you need. The same is true here. Name what your energy is at the start of this next new month so you can be more accurate in knowing how to approach it and if you even need to approach it at all. We'll be right back. Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash goodplan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now, here are three things you can practically do to enter into a new month with the mindset of a lazy genius, okay? Number one, name what matters. There is an episode about how to name what matters that we'll put in the show notes, so head there if you need that. But a month is actually a great length of time to specifically name what matters in your life right now and not feel bogged down by what matters about everything forever right? It's short enough to make some choices that can serve you now without feeling committed for longer than that, but it's long enough to actually make an impact on your quality of life. Because a lot happens over the course of a month and you're likely wearing a lot of hats and caring about a lot of things, a great way to name what matters for the next month is to break it down into four categories. What matters in my schedule? What matters in my home? What matters in my relationships? And what matters in myself. Now, if you have other categories that work better for you, go for it. Go for it. Um, But I bet these generally cover most bases for most people. You know, maybe work is missing, but your your to-do list or your boss usually will dictate what matters there. Um, You know, what matters within your relative control might fall into the scheduling, um, a relationship at work, how you're caring for yourself in and outside of work. So name what matters in your schedule, in your home, in your relationships, and in yourself. Now, in my my opinion, this is not the right way, but in my opinion, I think it's probably wise to start with your schedule simply because how you're spending your time will most likely dictate what matters in the other areas, right? So what's happening on your calendar? Like a ton? Absolutely nothing? Somewhere in between? For the next month, what matters most about your schedule? Not necessarily what item on your calendar is the most important. It's more about what matters about how you experience your schedule. Even more grounding, what matters about how you experience your time? 
Do you need some nights at home with the family? Are you feeling lonely after everyone else has been focused on getting back into the swing of fall and you'd like to put a couple of fun things on your calendar and invite other people to join you? Look at your calendar and name what matters most to you this month, just this month. Then you can move on to the other three categories or whatever categories you want. Now, since we're coming up on the Christmas holidays, maybe what matters most in your home this month is cleaning out what is no longer essential. Slowly do some purging, starting with the most offensive rooms. If you feel like you're going to put it off to the end and then you get desperate big black trash bag energy, you know, we don't want that. But maybe you want to do that before you start, you know, bringing in gifts that you're storing for others, you know, to give to them or making space for gifts that are given to you. That's just an example. But do what matters to you. Okay, so that's the very first general practical thing you can do for the month. Name what matters just for the month and in those particular categories if it helps. The second thing you can do is to make the simplest plan for the bills and pills. What do I mean by uh, bills and pills? The regular things that must happen, right? You know, bills have to be paid once a month. Pills might have to be taken once a day. There are plenty other things that if left undone now will cause a gigantic problem later, right? So right now, just jot down what those essential things are, not what you wish you were doing. This is not the time to create a workout plan because you, you know, need to get more cardio or whatever. In fact, I think most of the things we often feel like we need to add to our list are body-related things. Your body is very important, very. It, along with your spirit and your soul, they are, they make you who you are and you should tend to yourself in a kind way. But let's be honest, most of the time we're all geared up to do something new. It's when we think we need to change the shape or the size of our bodies. So I'm asking you with the deepest sincerity to avoid that energy right now. Your body is good. Yes, you can absolutely start small. You can begin tending to it in a way that honors it as it is. You can try to prioritize moving it. I think all of that is wonderful, but I don't want you adding 60 minutes of cardio three times a week to this very small task of trying to simplify your bills and pills. Okay, so jot down the things that have to happen, have to, no negotiation. You have to pay your bills. You have to take your antidepressants. You have to turn in that report. You have to get your car inspected. You have to buy the plane tickets for your trip that's the first week of November. That one is for me. What has to happen? Then put those things in their place. Schedule what needs to be scheduled. Give yourself a deadline and the space to accomplish what can't be scheduled. Decide once or ask the magic question or batch something to make it easier. The point here is to list out what has to happen. And hear me again, I'm talking has to, not hope to, not wish to, has to. What has to happen and then make the simplest, simplest plan to get it done. And third, do the same thing for the hope to's. Make a list of hope to's and the simplest plan to create space for them to happen. And listen, for for that list, you need to dig deep for all the kindness here. If you get to the next first of the month and you haven't done any of your hope to's, I forbid you to beat yourself up about it. You hoped to. That's the point. You can hope to get to something or to begin a new habit or whatever. But if you don't, you are not the problem. I think when you name what matters and you make a plan for the have-tos, I think it does leave more room for the hope-tos. 
So if you didn't get to them this month, you really are doing great. Maybe it's just because you had too many have-tos. Maybe you had a two-week period and you were just a ball of psychosis for half a month because hormones are stupid. Maybe those hopes are someone else's hopes and they're not really yours. Maybe some of your hopes are better suited for a different season. And back to the have-tos, be highly editorial with your have-tos. Nothing should go on that list that could not go on next month's list. Trim the fat. Only keep the essential have-tos for this month. The other things can be hope-tos. You know, I do hope to get to that this month. But if it waits till next month, it's okay, right? So the rest of those can be hope-tos. And they will be tended to if you're able. And if you are not, you deserve kindness as you move them to the next month. So remember, the start of the month is not inherently magical. It can hold a little magic in its new beginning, and that's fine. It could be a reminder to mark something that matters. And it could also bring some disappointment that you didn't do what you wanted. So be sure you name how you're entering into a new month before you start making a bunch of plans that are too big. Once you name your energy going into the month, name what matters most about that upcoming month, possibly in the four categories of your schedule, your home, your relationships, and yourself. Then write down your have-tos and make the simplest plan to get them done. Finally, write down your hope-tos and be kind to yourself if they end up being pushed a bit. I hope this short episode was an encouragement. And as we turn the calendar into October, remember that you are doing great. You matter. You can make choices that are different from other people's. And you can make choices for a short season, like the next month, so that you can get your stuff done and you can feel like yourself while doing it. Thanks for listening. And until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra. I'll see you on Monday.